Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, very cool to see Ben Volin of the Boston Globe. I always see that's another one. Volin, Volin. I gotta always say how which which syllable is it? Ben Volin or Ben Volin? I, I have to ask him. I don't know. What's the most common mispronunciation of Capaccio? Cappuccio. Cappuccio. I get. And it turns into cappuccino. Yeah, I get bove a lot. I get bovi a lot. That's why there's an accent on the E, but it's kind of a fake accent. It's just to make it look like more cool, I guess. And it's it's to kind of hammer home the fact that it's both. Wait, accent, accent on an E is not Italian, right? It's more French. No, no, no. I, I don't even know what it is. It's just kind of always something that they did. And when you were playing youth sports, it always looked cooler on the back of a jersey. So I just kind of always hung with it. I don't even think it's on the birth certificate, so I don't even bother. So I understand. I resonate with people who have no idea how to pronounce people's last name. I don't even know if it's French. I might have just made that up. Either way, it's really cool to see. But Ben, you know, he, he's going around. He's doing the AFC East Tour. He actually used to co- uh, cover the Miami Dolphins years ago. Now he's covering the New England Patriots. He has gone to Jets camp as well. He's on our sister station, WEEI, in Boston. So we got a chance to catch up with him after Monday's practice here at St. John Fisher University. All right, Matt and Sal here with... Ben Volin of the Boston Globe. He's also a contributor on our sister station, Odyssey, W-E-E-I, in Boston. And what, senior NFL writer? I mean, we're all getting older, but senior? Come on, you're not that old. Well, you, when you get a certain amount of gray hairs, you get the senior in your title. So it's, uh, it, it's a new beginning for me, I guess. I have the gray down below on my goatee, not as much in my head. And Matt's got a long way to go here. But <laughs> Matt, um, you know, Ben and I were talking. He's been going around training camp, and he's been seeing all the different teams. We don't really get a chance to do that because we're so bogged down yeah. here from these other, these other. Before I get to Ben and his question, it's kind of cool to kind of get perspective from other teams when we see people. Yeah, absolutely, because, you know, you see things on social media. You read different stories from other people, and you kind of just try and take in as much as you can. But we kind of have tunnel vision. You know, you're focused on covering the Bills because that's what we do. And you're like, oh, Tua made a great play at practice, or Mac Jones looks like he's taken that step. But it's nice to have the perspective of somebody who's actually seen it up close. So let's get it. Uh, you've been at Patriots camp, obviously. Um, just give us a little bit of a rundown of what they're kind of um, what you've seen from them. Maybe some questions and some concerns from the Patriots. I think the concerns are that they didn't do enough this off season. Um, you know, big picture, last year was a good season for them. Ten and seven, make the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. But December and January was uh, kind of a disaster for them. They went two and four, and one of those wins was that crazy night in Buffalo where Mac Jones only threw three passes. Um, the other two games against Buffalo, you guys were there. Uh, the Bills turned it into a track meet. The Patriots couldn't keep up. 
And then this offseason, you know, so the Patriots, they looked like a team that was good, but kind of had a low ceiling. They didn't have enough, I don't think, around Mac Jones to really be one of the top teams in the AFC, the Bills, the Chiefs, Titans, Bengals, what have you. And then they didn't really do anything to address those needs this offseason. They made one real move on offense that was trading for Devontae Parker from the Dolphins, uh, who at his best will be what Nikhil Harry was supposed to be, big physical guy on the outside, win you some jump balls, good in the red zone. He's looked good to start camp so far, but it's you know always, hey, it's the first week of camp, there aren't pads on yet. Um, his problem with the Dolphins was always inconsistency, staying on the field. So we don't know how that's going to shake out until the training camp and the season unfolds. But otherwise, it's the same kind of B and C list um, receivers around Mac Jones. You know, Hunter Henry, nice tight end, but not a game changer. Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, same thing. Nice second and third options, but not someone who can take the ball to the, to the house anytime. And you look at the NFL last year, the final eight teams, everyone had an alpha receiver, elite passing games. And Mac Jones, nice, like I said, very nice rookie season, but doesn't have the big arm, isn't a big athlete, isn't six foot five like Josh Allen. So you need to put more around him. I'm not sure the Patriots did enough on offense. And then the defense, uh, they're kind of retooling that side too. That was a side of the ball where they didn't get a stop on Josh Allen and the Bills two games in a row. That had never happened in Belichick's first 22 years with New England. So I I, I tend to think we're in for a similar uh, repeat as, of last season where they're going to be competitive. They're going to win 8, 9, 10 games, go for a wild card spot. But I just don't see them being an elite team in the AFC. I think here in Buffalo, a lot of people have kind of viewed the Patriots, you know, as the big bully for so long. And then last year, there was the first game, the wind game. And I think that skeeved everybody out. And then those next two games happened. And I think Bills fans kind of could breathe a little bit. And they were like, OK, maybe we are still that step ahead of the Patriots. And the Patriots will always be one of those teams that's just kind of around because that's just what the Patriots do. But I think here in Buffalo, more people are concerned with the Dolphins this year than maybe they were with the Patriots even last year. Is it fair to go that far yet? Are the Dolphins maybe the Bills' biggest threat in the AFC East? I think it's understandable that the focus would be on the Dolphins, especially when they go out and get Tyreek Hill uh, to pair him with Jalen Waddell. Uh, they got a great left tackle in Taron Armstead, too, from the Saints. The, to me, their wild card is the head coach, Mike McDaniel, a guy who's never done it before. Um, you know, has come from coached with Mike Shanahan, or Kyle Shanahan for years and uh, in, comes from that system and is kind of – considered uh, an offensive genius but has never called the plays before has never been the man in charge before so it's all about uh, a, a rookie head coach and then obviously with Tua can can he be the distributor of the ball but I do think it's kind of fair that on paper the Dolphins are I think clearly the second best team in the division should be able to give the Bills a run for their money with the Patriots the analysis isn't wow look at their roster it's well they've got Belichick you know they always get more out of their roster than other teams they've got good coaching so we'll see, and and we, I, you know, we've seen this with the Dolphins over the last twenty years. They always do great in the off season, and then it falls apart at some point in the regular season. Um, so, so I, I'm still kind of cautiously taking a wait and see approach. But it, it, it's certainly understandable that the Dolphins are getting all the buzz. On paper, they look fantastic, and on paper, the Patriots look like they have some issues this year. Let's talk about the Jets for a moment. They remind me a little bit of the Bills going from 18 to 19 when they signed John Brown. They signed Cole Beasley. They really surrounded Josh with the weapons he needed. Maybe not the same results, but maybe at least the same approach. I like the offseason that they've had. They went out and got him two tight ends, uh, especially C.J. Uzoma from 
Uh, the Bengals, they're getting Carl Lawson back. I think that's an underrated, you know, he tore his Achilles in training camp last year. He was their big pass rush uh, free agent signing, so he'll be back now. Um, it, you know, it still comes down to they have a very young roster, still one of the youngest in the NFL. Um, Zach Wilson was really not put in a good situation last year. You know, rookie coaching staff, youngest roster, not a lot of veteran help. So they have built the team up around him. It's still going to come down to is he ready to take that next step? He's got all the tools in the world. You understand why they took him number two, but mentally he he just really was not ready to play last year, and so he's got to take a big jump. Um, normally I would <laughs> I'd be very skeptical, but your guy here has changed I think the thinking on how we should look at young quarterbacks because I think through two years I was leading the charge. I, I, no one was more critical of Josh Allen than me. I, I, I thought his accuracy, he's throwing the ball all over the place, he, and you would never see quarterbacks take the jump that a guy like him made in his third and fourth year now. So the fact that Josh Allen made th these tremendous strides, I think you have to give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt to a guy like Zach Wilson, um, Tua down in Miami, just because we've seen how now these young quarterbacks, it really can click and they can take off. But I, I still think Zach Wilson clearly has a long way to go. Here at Fisher, all over the campus, you see these posters that say find a way. And that's kind of something that they've carried over from the facility on Orchard Park. And you have covered a lot of teams that have gone to the Super Bowl. And it's Super Bowl or bust this year for this team. And sometimes they're scared of saying it, but that's what the expectations are. From your experiences, what are the differences between the teams that ultimately can get there and the teams that come up just short? I hate to say it, but a lot of it hinges on the luck of the injury bug. And, and you really do see at the end of the year the teams that make it are the teams that survive the season healthy. So I think roster management is going to be – it's more important for a, a team like the Bills that have the championship expectations, have a more veteran roster. They were going hard out here at training camp practice. I was, I was actually pretty impressed with the tempo. What are they, day 10 now into practice? And they've had the pads on for a few days. We saw a couple fights break out today. There was a fight the other day, obviously, involving Josh Allen. So uh, I'm actually – impressed with the tempo they're going pretty hard out here and, and I think McDermott's probably going to start dialing it back a little bit because a team like this the last thing you want to do is burn them out uh, in, in training camp but um, you know it's the teams that just know how to handle the adversity of the season and now you've got a quarterback in his fifth year uh, now you've got a, a lot of guys who've played in big playoff games this isn't the the new Buffalo Bills who are just kind of happy to be here and don't know what um, success is about they've tasted it they know um, how to how to get there and they were Inches, I'm holding my fingers an inch away. They were that close from getting to the conference championship and maybe to a Super Bowl. So they're right there, and I hate to resort to a cliche, but I really do think just the the injury luck is going to be huge and how they manage it. But, you know, you see what the Bills are now with the Von Miller signing. The Bills are now a destination. They're a team that guys want to join. That's what the Patriots were for years. You get, you get veterans who want to win a Super Bowl. You get guys who are willing to take a little bit less to come here and be part of something bigger. That's where the Bills are right now. That's not where the Patriots are. The Patriots are overspending on guys left and right to bring them in. So it's, a, it's an interesting role reversal. Um, and, and I hate to say it, but the Bills, it, it is going to be a tougher schedule this year too. So um, expectations might have to be a little bit different. Uh, the, the schedule gods certainly worked in their favor. And, and everyone in the AFC East, not just the Bills last year, it was a much easier draw than I think what they're getting this year with the AFC North and the NFC North too. So um, certainly so many different factors play into whether a team makes it. But you guys have the quarterback and a crazy variety of weapons on offense between big physical guys and little guys going over the middle. And uh, Bills are going to be really fun to watch this year. It's a great segue into my last question, which is overall AFC, big picture. First of all, do you agree with the oddsmakers making the Bills the favorite, not only in the AFC, but even to win the Super Bowl? And secondly, 
who are the contenders to do that if it's not the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, I guess if I were the Bengals, I'd be a little upset. Be like, hey, we just made the Super Bowl here. We got a pretty good young team. Um, I I agree. Look, last year I apologized for the jinx. My Super Bowl pick was Bills over Packers, (laughs) and I picked Josh Allen as my MVP. I picked Bills over Rams, I believe, so there you go. go. Not too far off. Um, I'm – I'm probably going to back off the Packers this year. I'm I'm not as thrilled with what they are, but I'm going to stick with the Bills. Like, why not? They, now the AFC is loaded, and all four teams in the AFC West are legitimate contenders. The Titans, the Bengals aren't going anywhere. I think the Ravens are going to be pesky. The the Dolphins and and the Patriots uh, are going to say something about it. So the AFC is absolutely loaded. So. Do the Bills deserve to be the favorite over everyone else? I'm not sure, but there's no reason why they can't come out of the AFC, and I probably am going to pick them. It's going to be like the old Chris Berman bit where he picked the Bills, and I'm going to, until I'm right, I might just keep picking the Bills and Josh Allen. I love where they're at with their program. He's only 26, 27 years old, so he's got a, a big future ahead of him. And it's funny, you said Bill uh, Super Bowl or bust before. I almost I was thinking about that, and it's definitely Super Bowl, but it's not or bust because they've got Josh Allen, That's and right. he's young, and they're going to be competitive for a long time as long as he's still playing. And then his contract extension doesn't even kick in until next year, which is really kind of interesting to think about. Yeah, now it's almost a bargain with all the other quarterbacks that have signed their contracts up to this point. It's like, yeah, $40 million, we can make that work. Yeah, no doubt about it. Anything left from you, Matt? No, I just appreciate it because your perspective is very valuable considering we're here in Orchard Park and in Rochester. We don't get to go see you. Patriots camp or Dolphins camp, so we appreciate it. All right, Ben Volin, Boston Globe. Thanks a lot, man. Enjoy the great weather here in, uh, I guess, western slash central New York. Yeah, uh, doing a great job of convincing me to come back soon, so (laughs) thank you people of Rochester. So some interesting stuff from Ben there, because he does have the perspective of kind of seeing every team up close and personal, and even after having the conversation, I still think there is kind of a gap between the Bills and everybody else in the division, but I do think like, don't sleep on Miami, everybody. I think the Dolphins are going to be a playoff team this year. I really do. I don't think they're a contender, but I think they contend for a playoff spot. Do you know, Matthew, that the Matthew Bove, Matthew Bovee, yeah. do you know that the Miami Dolphins currently have, do you know what their playoff wind drought is? Their playoff wind drought. They were in the playoffs with, I believe, Matt Moore as their quarterback several years ago. You know in the last playoff win they had? I feel like I saw it somewhere. Is it like mid-90s, 95 or something? It's a little after that. It's 2000, I believe. They've, okay. It's a 21 or 22-year playoff wind drought. I mean, I can't imagine having a drought more than a year or two at this point with how good this team has been. It almost feels like it was like a different planet that we were living on, that the Bills just couldn't make it to the playoffs, and now they're a team that's contending for a Super Bowl. So that surprises me that it's been that long because the Jets have had wins, obviously, since then. The Patriots have had a lot. So, yeah, now they're the team that's kind of just trying to figure it out. All right, thanks a lot for joining us once again here. It's always game day in Buffalo. Once again, please subscribe. Throw us a nice review. Give us a rating, whatever it is. Make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Matt and I are going to be back next time with a lot more coverage from Buffalo Bills training camp.